Okay, so uh, we will go further on with that uh, thing about Pasha Shavuot together today, together as a Hemshechov beforehand about this, what is called Hakore, that you should be Makir, the Beroilom, you should be Makir of Yiddish Hashem. Have a, let's say Makir, a recognition of Makir. And I want to think together further about that topic, together with the Parashashua a little bit. Whenever you would ask me, and people are very excited to hear such a bold statement, whenever you would ask me, what was when you would, in one word, say what was the, the agenda of Ravolbe? then people will be very interested to hear that. What was the agenda of Ravolbe? So, I am not so much a fan of those statements, but one thing I would say, not as a final thing, because I will never be able to, to distill all the messages to one, but one thing I would say, that Ravolbe would be very... Um, very passionate about that, that you should be makir one thing in Torah. You should be makir one little thing in Avodah Hashem. Because Hakore is the uppermost madrego, or the biggest thing you could have in your connection to Torah. And he was always going towards that, trying to have a Hakora. So I want to think further about this issue. Last time we spoke about having a Hakora, and then you know in different areas what to do. But I think it's much more than that. A Hakora has, is a, a meeting of your something personal, in you with a very strong truth. Ahakora always has to be based in Torah. It's not the way you could think. The Ahakora is the private part of Torah mitzvahs. Like you have Tfileh and then you have your personal connection to Tfileh. That means I recognize that. Have a personal collection. You could learn like this. And then you would say, what we spoke last time, when you have a personal connection, then you will also be able to find how to daven on the aeroplane. Could be. But it's much more. And I want to show you that from the parsha. And it's a thing a lot of people know. I don't know everyone which is participating over here knows that. It's a Rashi. The thing which I asked Tamid Chachomim, and they they were surprised by the question, and then like always, they asked they asked me when you have such a question, you are surprised. So they asked, "No, what do you want to say?" So the answer is, I don't want to say anything. I only want that this question should be on the table. Yeah. So, 
I think that's very important that not always you have some word to say, but there is a question. There is something going on over here, which perhaps in a few years down the road we will understand. But there is something going on. When <coughs> Hashem wants to punish Sdoim, so Avram begins to daven. And then the Pasuk says, Vayigash Avram Vayoyimah, are you killing a tzaddik and a rosh? Perhaps there are 50 tzaddikim. That's what you will do. That's the possible. So there are twice mentioned In the first one, Rashi says, the way we understand also, that means, what means That's the way the Bereulam handles the, 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 the creature. Shaitif Kurzadika, Shaitif Hakul, Sadikim Rashoin, the way the way he made in the Mabul. He simply takes away everyone. That is his way. Kah Osisar Mabul or Dura Floge, they all got punished. So always what you do is giving a general punishment. So that's a chilul. What means a chilul? That means the recognition of the people the won't be the right way. They will think that what Hashem wants, what is what does the Bereulam want? The Bereulam wants that he should give a general punishment. Yeah? That wouldn't be the right thing. And now he says again, The second time. So Rashi says only two words. Wow. What does that mean? What means Leila Mabo? How can you say such a thing? That means in Leila Mabo that also will be wrong. I do not understand that. I really don't. How can you say such a thing? How can you say it? Leila Mabo, the, the, it's well known, the, Ram, the Ramban had a Talmud which was dying. So he told the Talmud, when you're coming up, then you will ask this and this question. And then you'll come to my dream and tell me. And then, after his ptire, a few uh, time late, times later, the Talmud comes to the Ramban. So the Ramban asks him, did you ask the question? So he said, no. So he asked him, why not? Because when you come up there, there are no questions. That's the cloud. The destruction of the Beis Amikdosh, no question. The Second World War, no question. Khamnitsky, no questions. Putin, no questions. Biden, no questions. Anything is no questions. Comes along Avromovino and says, but you know what? This, this thing, when you will do that, there won't only be a question in this world. 
it will also be a question in the oil of Mabo. That means Avraham Avinu had such a truthful re- <coughs> of the Oilam that he says this truth will be forever, even in the Oilam Abo. Even though Chazal say <coughs> the Torah <coughs> the Torah of Oilam Abo is um, the Torah of Oilam Azeh is Hevel in comparison to the Torah's Oil Mabo. That means there are all different kinds of Hasokes and Aliyas and the depth which is revealing itself in Oil Mabo. But Avraham Avinu says this one won't change. It will still be a problem of recognizing the Oilom even in the Oil Mabo. It will be crooked. It will stay crooked. How can you say that? How can you say such a thing? That this will be a problem in Oilam Abo too. In Oilam Abo there is no problem. There are no problems. How can you fathom what will be with your understanding in Oilam Abo? Because that what means Chidul Hashem. Chidul Hashem means that the understanding doesn't work right. I don't. I don't see whether whether someone a chat. I don't. I don't see it. I simply don't see. So 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 the the how can you how how can you say that? That in Olam there will be a chil Hashem. That means people in Olam will understand you wrongly. No, in Olam everything will be clear. Not this one. Not. That's an unbelievable thing. That the Vomovinu reached a hakore, which is so true, which penetrates everywhere. That that is what hakore means. Hakore is based on a truth. Hakore is based on teire. Hakore is based on something true. Hakore is not a personal connection. When Avromovinu would speak about my personal recognition, then you can know, okay, I'll be a different person. So then will be something else. Then I don't know what I'll, I will connect to in Eurumabo. But Hakor is not a personal connection, no. Hakor is something which penetrates everywhere. So I do not have any idea in the world. How can that be that you have an idea which you are so clear about that you say that will stay even Eurumabo? Don't know. But I, I, the maximum I can say, I have a recognition now, but perhaps uh, a few years down the road, I don't know really. No, when, now I'm still below age 70, but in Yilts Hashem, when Hashem gives years, and I'll be above age 80, perhaps things will look a little bit different. Hopefully. So, so then, I can't know. Not everything stays the same. But when you have a core that is such a strong thing, and such a standing thing, which will not change. So now you begin to understand that one of the most inner um, these, uh, demands of the Mashgiach was, you should be makir something in Torah. Not only knowing, you should be makir. And I want to explain that further.
there is, there are two things in the way we said. Right? There are two, two um, things. There is objectively that what we will speak afterwards, and there's something sub- subjective to it for sure. There's something personal to it. But what is that personal? What is that personal um, connection, or what it is? Um, I was sitting Shiva after my father, Olam Sholem, and uh, in Yerushalayim. And I was learning a bit of Shiva, not at the time, but before, and I was learning a Shiva. And Rabbi Foshmurevitz and his brother, Rabbi Vrom, came to be Menachem Olam. I was sitting there, and they are standing up, you know, you are, it's a pretty, you are low and they are high, that's a good thing by them, you know, big time and then Rabbi Foel asked me, what did you learn from your father? Hmm. So that was a very interesting question. Because my father was not a from person. No, he didn't grow up. He grew up entirely secular, the way you could only imagine. You know, entirely secular. So, so what shall I tell now? That was, I was like in a corner, you know. What did you learn from your father? It's a question of Kibbut Avoim. I have to say something, but it has to be, <coughs> it has to be meaningful for them. So I said something, and they were, they were stunned. They said, wow, you got something very big. I told them the story like this. We had a huge collection of LPs. I think I could listen to classical music for a whole year, non-stop, without repeating myself. I always think something like that. So, it was a huge amount of LPs, huge. And uh, at the time, when you remember that, when you have an LP, you begin to listen, so you can't take the thing off in the middle, because you don't touch the needle till it's in the end. So you have to listen to the whole side of this whole thing. Yeah. So I heard when my father came home at noon or something like this, or in the evening, I heard my father listens to something. A Schubert Quintet or whatever it is. So I heard that he listens to that. And then the next day he listens again to the same thing. And then the next day he listens again to the same thing. So that was like stunning for me. It was very surprising. You have so many choices. Why do you go for the same thing? So I asked my father. So my father said, you know, we are living in Lucerne. So perhaps one of the the listeners over here was once in Lucerne. Lucerne is a very nice town. It's a town for tourists. And there is a lake, and you can walk next to the lake. Even Lucerne, people which live there, they go to the lake to walk. It's very nice. So they go, and so they told me, I'm going there, and I see a lot of people, faces very interesting. Japanese, I see Japanese, I see Chinese, I see Americans, I see South Americans, Africans, I see whatever you want. I see so many faces, and so interesting, they're all faces I don't know. But suddenly, I see a face of a friend, which I know him. 
And then I say, ah, and then I have a real simcha. And I want to speak to this friend. Because I know him. So the same thing is over here. I want to listen to this music again because I know it. Why? That was for me a big finish. When you go. So this is, people are suffering from me, from that, you know. When you learn with me a safer, whenever someone of you is participating in a safer, then you know this is a disease. Which always, we learn a safer, and then I ask, do we do it again? I still do the shah again. So people think, no, let's go further. It is because you didn't begin to be makir what you learn. When you are makir what you learn, you go back to it. For sure. For sure. For sure you also have to have some, some more of a depth and more, or more of a, of a, of a knowledge of Torah. So you can further on too. But the part of Hakori is that you go back to it. People don't do it. They think going back is always a question of memory. No, I don't think that when you see your friend in the middle of a crowd of people which you don't know, you don't go to him and speak to him because you want to refresh your memory of your friend, you know. It shouldn't get moldy. And let's a little bit speak with him that I should have a fresher memory from him. No. You enjoy speaking to him because you know him. Huh? You go back because you are makir. So there's a part of hakore, which is that because you have a hakore, you are going back. So this could be that this is the inner core of the Mesides Eshorim, which he says that you have to make Hachazora all over Hasmodem. Because you have to get used that you are makir avoides Hashem. Not only that you know what you have to do, you know what you are obligated. No. It's not a knowledge question. It's a question of hakore. But the hakore is, is an unbelievable, strong personal thing. Which you want to go back to it. You want to go back to that what you are makir. So this is a, a dimension which I see that people are not used to that. They are not used that because you are makir you go back and then to think again. And because, you're, because this whole dimension of hakore became something which you called knowledge. But to knowledge, you don't go back only for to refresh your memory. That's what you go back. I want to refresh my memory, so I'm going back to it. So that's not the point. The Mesides Shoram too. The Chazora Olof, the is not a point of um, memorizing. It's not a point of brainwashing. No. It's a point of Hakora. I have to be Makir, the Beroilom. Or I have to be makir my avoider. So that was the agenda of the mashgiach, that all of your life you could spend in keeping teromitzvus with an agenda that you should be zoyche, you should reach that point, that one thing in Torah, even one thing in Torah, 
one area or one thing or one kiyu mitzvah should be a thing you are makir, then you are done for life, you know. So this is the inner core of Musal, where the truth and your personal your personal development <coughs> are meeting. So there has to be a truth in it. It's like Avromovinu, which it says, that will be also crooked in the Olam when you are killing all of the stoim. How can you say Olam Olam will everything be different. Your perspective will be different. Your point of view will be different. All these nice words. It will be a different way of thinking. But this won't change. That he knows. He has such a hakore. He says, this will not be different also. It can't be different. That can't change. So, there's an unbelievable strong truth to it. The strongest truth you could think. But it's also a personal connection. And now, I never knew where did that come from, that it's so important to have our core. I didn't know. And I always thought, I, I don't know whether this is the beginning or this is the what comes out, but the Mashkir always connected it to the following. And this is now a depth in what we are speaking. There is a problem in Avodah Hashem, which is, could be the deepest problem, because it's not a question of Yetzirah, it's a question of your own personality. And the Mashgiach held, this is the deepest problem in Avodah Hashem. You call it Merida, to rebel. I want to be rebellious, you know. The Maral says it in Sof Parshish Bereshis, when Rashi says that the Beroilum was satisfied, that means it was good for him that he made, created the person down in this world, and he didn't create him up with the Malochim. Because a person would be in a level of Malochim, he would make a rebellion. He would make a overthrowing. Yeah? That's what he would, he, he would do. Yeah? A revolution. So, good, I made him in the, on, on, on the earth, down, because otherwise he would make a revolution. So the Maran asks, but how would it be when he would be together with the Malochim, he wouldn't have a Yetzirah. There wouldn't be a Yetzirah with him, so how can you say he would make a revolution? He doesn't have a Yetzirah. So the Maran says, there is Ra which is connected to the person not because of the Yetzirah. The Ra is connected to the person because of him being human. So it says in the Maral that making a revolution, being on your own, you don't want anyone telling you what to do, and you just throw that whole thing away, this is connected to you being human. It's much deeper than a Yetzirah. The Yetzirah you would live downstairs, and when you would be in the in the level of the Malachim, you would leave him down in the basement, wherever you are, but uh, but uh, the revolutionary aspect would stay, 
So that's the deepest thing. That's the Mashgiach. And now, he said, when he made a diuk, by Nimrod, or wherever it is, <coughs> Nimrod, it says he was a Muret. He had this Kayach of revo- making a revolution. But it says on Nimrod, Yoidea Riboinoi Ubechavan Limroid Boy. He was Yoidea the Boyroilom. So the Mashkir always said, but when he would be Makir as Boyroi, then no Merida. When he would reach a level of Hakore, then there would be, there wouldn't be any Merida. So that's a very big thing. Now you begin to understand why you need Hakore. Because the Torah mitzvahs have to reach a depth that you will not be thrown out from the whole thing through your Merida. And Adarabe, when you only are Yodea, you only know, could be the knowledge itself will be a source to trigger your Merida. Because I, I am obligated over here. That's unbelievable. Can't be. So you want to throw that away. But when you have a Hakore, then not. Why not? Now, for sure, your first reaction would be, for sure, because the Hakore is personally connected to you. So when it is really connected to you, then you will not make a Merida. The same thing you don't make a Merida about yourself. That would be a good swore, that's right. That's good. You would expect me to tell, to tell you that. Nachon, something in that direction. We have a very good person which wrote a very important Sefer. He was living a long time ago. It was, he was called Dovid Amelech. I think this is a good person. Yeah? So in the Perek 139, Kuf he speaks about that. So in Kuf he speaks, Lam Natseach Ledovid Mizuel, Hashem Chakartani Veteida, Ata Yodato Shifti Vekumi, Bantole Rei Mirochoik, Ochiv Rivi Zereiso, Veholdovorai Iskanto, it's unbelievable the way you created me. I don't now translate everything. We have a good translation over here. It's, it's, it's unbelievable, but I am, I, I have a core in a thing which is unbelievable big. Unbelievable. And then in the afterwards he also says further, You made me uh, from since, uh, since my, I am an embryo and, and whatever you want, you created me from all the sides. That means he was really Makir the Beroilo. And now he says, now what would you do? You'd say, that's why I praise you, and I love you, and I make you bigger. No. And he says, Ono mi ponecho evroch. 
אונו אלך מרוחךו ואונו מפונךו אברוך. Where could I escape? Now he wants to go to escape. Him esak shomayim, I'll go to the heaven, shom oto. Votir sheoil, I call to Gehenem. Hineko, you are there. Esok kanfishocha, eshkeno ba'achisom, I'll go to over the sea. Yeah, overseas. Tokyo. Yeah, I go overseas. I'll leave the world and go overseas. Kam shom yotchotan cheini, v'shechazeini yaminecho. There too you'll be. I should be in the darkness. It doesn't work. won't help, and the night and the day is the same for you. So David Amelech says, I want to escape. But what? Not I'm connected. No. The truth is so strong. And all encompassing have nowhere to escape. The Hakore is overturning the Meride not because of your personal connection. And the same way, very good Svora, the same way you personal, you will not be married against yourself. The same thing you are not married to, towards the Biroilum after he is a part of you. It's really the same thing. And all these nice words, David Amelech says, I want to escape. Run away. But the truth is bigger. The truth makes it... It's not a jail. A jail is not the truth. The truth is bigger, and then the truth tells you, no, you can't. Mashgiach always said... When you say Krishna and you never experienced that you say you want to take your feet and just run out of the base manosh. Whenever you didn't have this experience, you never said Krishna. You never ever said Krishna. Not once. Because Krishna was not taking you in that way which says I can't. Now, what shall we do now? That was the take of the Mashgiach. So, but what do you do with that? So, I want to escape, so what? So, he always said something which was bothering me. He said, but the truth is stronger, and you have to understand, that's the truth. So, it sounded to me like intellectualism. Or Bidyevit, as a bad time, I want to escape, but what shall I do? I'm in a jail, you know? No. According to what we speak today, it's a question of Hakora. You have to have Hakora, which is penetrating everywhere. Yeah? You have to have Hakora, which is stronger than the deepest Koyach you have in yourself. The deepest Koyach you have in yourself is the desire. To be on your own. Revolutionary. That's the moral. That is connected to you because you are human. That's the deepest thing you have. But you know what? The Hakore has to run stronger. You will be there. Nothing to do. So that is 
the depths of Hakorah. So that's now, now clear. You see that when you want to distill what Mashgir wanted, it is you should have a Hakorah. Because when you have a Hakorah in a mitzvah, you will not push the mitzvah away. When you have a Hakorah in the Broilom, in Emunah, that's a very big thing. Then, that will be like the Dovid HaMelech. Then, you will always know that everywhere you want to escape, the Broilom will be there. But it is a general thing of Hakorah. You have a Hakorah in a thing, the Hakorah is stronger. So you see, that is a, it is a, a, a deep and strong thing. It's not some existential thing which you say, it's your personal impact and you are personally connected. No, 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 no. David Amelech was personally very connected. All the tziurim in Emune are on him. It's not how big the world is. And no, no, no. You made me. And I see you did. You created me. And it's all me. My own reality. It's me. But I want to escape. But the truth is stronger. I have nowhere to escape. Yeah, that's David Amelech. It's a surprising bismuth. Yeah, it's cool flamethes. So, so, so that was the point of the Mashiach. You should be makir. And I think this parasha, this week's parasha, you see this unbelievable hakora of Avromovinu that he can say That's unbelievable. I'm still stunned. How can you do that? I, I still don't know how he did it. I have no clue. I have no clue. How can a Yulut Isha, someone is a human being, say, How can you say that? I asked that people with much longer beard than me. And they were all, Wow. What do you say? I said, I don't know. I have nothing to say. I only have to ask, you know. You see that something happened over here. So this was the what I wanted to tell you. Yeah? It's a big thing. It's a very big yesoid. And I think it's a very important thing that once you have to put the yesoid on the table. Okay? Now we'll go to the questions. Seido? The first question is, what does Tvira of Eulamabo mean? That means in Eulamabo, in Eulamabo there will be also a revelation of Tvira, but in a deeper level. The Rotz Hashem will be revealed there too. Not, not with Tumba Vetaira. I don't know what, what will be revealed there, whatever it will be. How can we develop our core? It sounds like a concept similar to Amita Shelter, the way that I'm explaining it. You have to understand, this is a good question. Now, um, this is a little bit the agenda of those Vadim now with the with the, I, I have to experience that with the Parsha Shavua it was always the assumption that uh, that the Vadim of which we are making Thursday night those are Vadim on Avoide or mainly the question is always how do you do that practically and how can you have a practical way but I was contemplating that all the big people in the world, which I am not reaching anything of them, they always spoke about Parsha Shavua. Why? 
Why didn't they speak about a topic like Rikusamachshove or Emunas Chachomim or things like that and work through with the Talmudim? Why? Because there is a point that you have to know the sugya in a truthful way. To work on it will be another issue. And now I have the opportunity, like the official opportunity, that I can present a sugya in front of you. And I am not responsible that everything about this sugya should be really doable. No. I think even when you are very a big Baal Musa, you learn Avoidus Yom Kippur from the Korean Godel, which is not doable. Don't go on the Beis Amikdash. Don't go on the Harabais. It's Chayef Chorus. Don't go there. Don't do that thing. You know, you should not do anything like this. No. But you still learn it. It's a big concept. Teire is a little bit bigger also in the depth of Avodah Hashem than everything has to show. How do you do that Lemaisa? So I want now to try out that I present a concept which is, I think, an important concept. It is a practical concept. But I believe in you that you will think a little bit. I don't have to make the thinking process for everyone. That is the new agenda I have. Good. Bye. But we do see that there were times that Hashem did kill out Nicolas Shoy. Okay, so, okay. Now, you have a question with Rashi. So you do have a question, Rashi. So that's not, not, not my Indian. That was not my point. That is point. Nahol. You can, Ketzadik, Kerosh, and it is like this. But over there, it was, it's a, uh, okay, it's a different thing. And I want to tell you only that point. The point is that taking away reality is more important than Tzadik Rosh. He turns over Stoim. No, he turns over the whole world. He changes the reality, not depending on Tzadik Rosh. That's the title. When you have that Hanhoge, uh, that it, the Midas Hadin comes like a, 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 a lightning or a fire or whatever it is, then that's not Hanhoge from the Beroilam, it turns over reality. It's a punishment. So once in a while it's punishment. But over here it's deeper than a punishment. Okay, so that's the that's the direction I would take. I will, but I don't go into that now. Okay? It's done. It seems that Akor is encompassing. So how did you get there to one point the Rafoid is Hashem? First I have a person. So this is the question you say. Do you have to have the first personal connection first? Or do you have... Um, uh, uh, how do you get uh, through one point? No. One point can, can be all-encompassing, you know? And there is not one mitzvah, which is not Chiyas Amesim, that means you can be Zeuchet to Chiyas Amesim. You will be... Your whole body, your whole reality will be Tchiyas Amesim with one mitzvah, the way the Rambam says. You'll be Zeichet to Elam with one mitzvah, B'Shleimus. 
So Meisroi's one mitzvah is also all encompassing of the world. Otherwise, the Hinoel Babo will only be the part of your body which is connected to that mitzvah. It's a very, it's a very schwach Hinoel Babo. But the Ramam says you'll have Hinoel Babo for your whole reality with one mitzvah. So it sounds like one mitzvah could be all encompassing. Okay? So I think that was enough for today. It's a little bit of a different word, Nachol. Once in a while we have something slightly different. But I think it's important too. So we'll see next week how things are developing further. Another Persia. Or other things. That's good. I have to say something. I don't, I don't, have one question. Oh. Whether I call it come. So it is like Tzvat Tzvat Asur, whether Hakola comes from a repetition, or you want to repeat because you have Hakola, it's not both. That's the way to do it, and that's the way. It's always in Avodah Hashem. When in Avodah Hashem something is causing something else, so the something else can cause that something too. It's always, it's, it's not a, a chain of reasoning in Avodah Hashem. It is, uh, they are connected. Okay? Good. So, fine. That's it. That's what, that what I want to tell you. Hopefully that was good for you. So, I'm going to have a good job.